Hello everyone and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We are a weekly podcast here at KTBS that covers what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. And we especially like to highlight the many good things that some of you don't necessarily hear about. My co-host for the podcast is sitting next to me. It's my good friend, Dr. Philip Roseman. And he, now he is a well-known cardiologist in Northwest Louisiana, but what you may not know is that he has also been a leader in education reform and improvement across our state. He's the founder of the Alliance for Education, co-founder of the Shreveport Bossier Business Alliance for Higher Education, and he received the Distinguished Friend of Education Award from the Louisiana Department of Education. And that's for all of his good work, which he is continuing today. Dr. Roseman, welcome. Well, thank you, I appreciate it. We have a really great program today to talk about how the community and schools work together. And that's a big thing about uh, what we need to do as a community is to work with our schools. Uh, these two folks that I have here have had a long uh, time working within the schools and the community. Uh, and we're gonna have a great discussion today about what's going on in Bossier Parish. But we have uh, Jason Rowland. Uh, 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 Mr. Rowland was uh, 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 a principal at Airline for a long time, known for that. Now uh, is the assistant superintendent in Bossier and works a lot within the community and, and has a lot of insight to give to us. Uh, Sonia Bales, is, uh, uh, is well known to KTBS3. <laughs> uh, I can remember, Sonia, when it, we were switched. Uh, you were doing the questions <laughs> and I was doing the answers and, and, uh, and the health, health uh, thing that we did. So I uh, would love to have you here. Thank you for being Pleasure. here. You now work as a uh, public uh, liaison mm -hmm. between Bossier Parish and the community. And so let me just start by asking, why does community involvement matter? Why is it important? that our communities and our schools work together? Sure. Well, the support of the community of its schools directly impacts, you know, everything that that evolves around a community. So the strength of your schools, um, again, are directly impacted from support from not only parents, you know, or those educators, you know, within the system, but everybody that contributes, you know, as far as uh, tax dollars are concerned. Businesses look for a highly skilled workforce when they want to come to you know, a particular city. And so that is one of the things that determines you know, the education, the public education system, if they are going to locate there or not. So in turn, what does that mean for the community? So if you have a highly skilled workforce, you have businesses that want to come there, that creates opportunities for your community as far as jobs, but also economic development, more sales tax, property taxes that are being collected as a result. That translates then into quality of life. So it's really, you know, um, a domino effect, if you will, and it all starts with your the strength of your school system. Yeah, I, I look at that the same way. It, it's a... The jobs and education intertwine, and they're just uh, work together as to what what kind of community we have. Mm -hmm. If we're weak in education or we're weak in jobs, you know, it affects each one. So, sure. what you're doing in Bossier Parish and what's being done, you know, in the schools, is really the future of our community as a whole. Well, I think now it's more important than probably ever before that we work with our business partners uh, to help you know, them with that highly skilled workforce. You know, we have right now a worker shortage uh, pretty mm -hmm. much across every industry. And mm -hmm. so we work closely with our partners 
finding out what their needs are and being able to work with them. Uh, prime example, our Bossier Parish School for Technology and Innovative Learning. So we have advisory members from the community in various, like I said, industries, uh, the tech industry, heating, you know, uh, HVAC, uh, auto, auto collision, you know, all the different uh, service or uh, service industries out there and determine what are their needs? How do we best train our students to be able to match those needs? And then we have, you know, internship programs and other opportunities that they provide for our students to where they receive industry-based credentials. They are work ready when they graduate from high school. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason, tell me a little bit about from from the principal's perspective, as as we're talking here about uh, the involvement of communities, the workforce, building the workforce. Uh, how do you see the school system working to build that workforce, and how what did you do at Airline, uh, you know, try to work in that direction? Well, we feel like that the that the community that is engaged in the school. Uh, will breathe life into the school and the school that is engaged in the community will breathe life into the community and so it's a partnership that's um, that that's unique uh, it can be something that's really special when you have that connection there um, we we took uh, tremendous pride at airline in making sure that we were extremely engaging and connected with our community uh, when we were there, it was a, uh, we saw it as an opportunity, but also as a privilege to be um, to be a to be a beacon, to be a light in the community for something that North Bossier was extremely proud of. Um, that the things that the way things were done, how we managed things, and the product we were producing that be of, of student capital was was uh, was work ready, but also uh, top of the line uh, top of the line people that we were putting out not only for the workforce, but to reinvest in the community. You know, I've, I've said um, to, to a lot of different groups and talked to a lot of different people about uh, the, the opportunities that young people have coming out of Bossier Parish schools now are incredible. You'll find kids from literally from New York City to Los Angeles and all across the country that are taking their skills, the things that they've learned in our schools, and, and they are unfortunately investing them in other parts of the country and so our message is to return to Shreveport Bossier, return to this community and invest in what allowed you uh, the steps to success that you have that you have attained. I like the way you, you put it, breathe life into North Bossier just as North Bossier breathes life into Airline right. High School. That's uh, truly a symbiotic relationship it, it's it, it's a when, when everything lines up and when it's and when it's when it's good it's really a special relationship um, and and all of our communities in Bossier uh, Parish uh, you, you take let's take the Halton community for example uh, I mean uh, when you when you pull off the interstate I mean even the pilot sign is red right I mean everything <laughs> is red and so there's so much pride in that community mm -hmm. about that school, about all the schools in Halton. It's just uh, from my position now, I've been able to experience that and see that. And, uh, you know, we, we, we kid uh, the Halton community about if you're not from Halton, you're not getting in, right? <laughs> you, you have no business at Halton. But uh, that's how close-knit, that's how much pride that they have for that school. And it's like that in Benton and South Bossier and Central Bossier and, you know, the Bossier High community, Plain Dealing, uh, you know, and I, I would say this to you, look out for Plain Dealing because that is, that is another community that well, is great. on the rise. Yes, that's definitely. great to know that it's, uh, that rural communities are, are part of the progress. Yes. Um, 
a lot of us are getting my age now. Okay, so <laughs> we're 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 moving up in years, and we don't have children in the in the school system. So why why should I, as someone who really doesn't have any children in the school system, uh, why should I care about what goes on with the school system in 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 our in our area? Personally, for me, I think that it it keeps the community engaged even beyond the school age years of their children, right? So it gives them a sense of purpose. It also keeps them informed about what's going on. Uh, I'll talk to my Sunday school class a lot about uh, what's going on in culture and in the world, right? And and if you're not if you're not engaged in what's happening in 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 a younger culture and a younger society you're going to be amazed at some of the things you hear and see. And so I talk to them quite often about the fact of how important it is to stay engaged in the, in the, young, in the young culture uh, so you have an idea of what's happening. And I'll take that in a different direction uh -huh. also, if you don't mind, because, you know, the number one thing that we hear from people about why they move to Bossier, the schools and for safety. We have a very safe community. But you don't have either one without the other. Mm -hmm. So... When you create opportunities and you provide a high quality education through our school system, then that drives down crime because people are employed. There are opportunities for them. There is a higher quality of life. So it's a symbiotic relationship. And so you have a safer community. Everybody certainly benefits from that. You have, again, the increased opportunities. It also drives up property values. So, uh, you know, that's a direct reflection as well. When you have that in place. Yeah, my husband and I often use the phrase enlightened self-interest. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it's in your best interest for those around you to do well. Yes, absolutely. To, to have opportunities, to, to ha make good choices because it makes your life better. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I have heard in, in doing some of these podcasts from some different people, Caddo and Bossier Parish, uh, both school systems, uh, in terms of Sunday school and all that, we go to Sunday school, we're an older Sunday school group, but they talk about uh, having people from Sunday school classes and churches that actually function as room mothers in some areas of town where it's harder to have sure. a room mother because both parents are always working or it's a single parent home and they have to work. Uh, but how you can be as intimate as that, okay, with the school system and how the school system welcomes that uh, to a degree, you know, to do those kind of things where it's not just your taxes or your money, sure. you know, it's, it's about, you know, working inside the school system and actually working to uh, see the kids and see what's going on. Makes you younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One thing I'm, I'm curious about is pre-COVID and post-COVID. Mm. How has, has your job changed? How's the work that you do in schools? Uh, how, is it, how is this new post-COVID world uh, changed education and especially the young people? You didn't get, the, the kids who left are not the same kids who came back. You, Johnette, that is a, um, that's a fantastic question. And uh, I, I think we, I don't know if we have the amount of time to even. <laughs> I was to just thinking, Matt. It's a long answer. To give uh, the 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 difference in pre-COVID um, and then post-COVID. I've I've done several uh, reflective assessments on this and spoke on this at different times about how um, what what changed, and that's kind of the the topic is what changed. And so we went from a feeling that. Um, 
you know, everything was fine and everything was good on March the 8th, and we went home for spring break and we never came back. And so some of the, some of the things that happened, and I've referenced this March, April, and May of that year, um, it gave, it, it, it lessened our expectation for what education really means. So in saying that, since coming back, since coming back, we, we have worked extremely hard this year uh, to, to elevate the expectation of what it means to have a fantastic educational experience. Uh, we do see, um, we are dealing with more behaviors that are, uh, that are non-productive, let's use that word to say it kindly, that are non-productive for what the school setting is. We see a, a ton of social and emotional uh, deficits among children today because of that time where there was no, uh, there was no community, there was no socialization, there was, there was, you know, there was isolation, which created some of the things that I think that we're dealing with now. And um, we're dealing more, um, and to be brutally honest, we're dealing more with a culture that, um, that does not want to that does not want to be told what to do or to subject themselves to authority because during that time there were so many aggressive uh, attitudes that were developed throughout the time of COVID and, and that has unfortunately um, that has filtered over, bled over into the school system and so uh, this year and, and, and Sonia and I have talked about it, um, this year alone 22-23 has been the one of the most challenging years uh, for educators that I can recall, and it's my 30th year doing this, and so simply because of the challenges that have come out of COVID that, that I just gave you a snapshot of the mm -hmm. details. But it's so important that we as a community support you guys and that you are successful because we, we, we see the gang violence around town and those are not kids who finish mm -hmm. school. Right. No. And uh, what can we do post-COVID to, to really help? What do we need to understand? And what are some of the things we can do that maybe we don't even think about? Well, I think one of the things that uh, I encourage parents all the time, I, I really do. I encourage parents. I talk to parents on the phone. I, and, and look, and, and we try to get outside of the issue that they're upset about. And then we try to talk about what's real and what versus what's Memorex. And I, I talk to them about, you know, Put yourself in the position of the educator, number one. Uh, we have expectations for, for your student, for your child, and for the school. And when our expectations as a school system is higher than that of a community or a culture, that's where you have a gap. Where you have gap, you have conflict, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're not telling people what level of expectation they should have in raising their child. But in essence, I told a group two weeks ago, it is, it's, it's really not our job to teach behaviors to, to children. That's something that comes from the home. It's our job to help manage them while they're at school, but it's our job to educate kids uh, in the things that they need to go on and be successful. And, and coming to school with a, a sense of, um, of know-how and how to behave and how to react and how to how to um, assimilate cultures that they're in mm -hmm. is, is really a home-based trait that needs to be founded there. And then we accentuate it and build on it and build in them and, and invest in them to where they come back and, and they're a productive community. 
they're they're part of a productive community. You know, if, if one if there's one thing I think I learned and everyone learned along this way is, despite all of our technology and all of that, it's still a people business. It Education is. is a people business. It's dependent upon teachers, individual teachers with individual children, and and what goes on there. And so. I want to switch from talking about, you know, kind of what's going on with the students to, to teachers because they also were significantly impacted in a negative way by what happened, you know, during the time. What are, what are, what are we doing in order in helping the teachers kind of get back uh, into the swing of things and get us moving in a real positive direction? What, what, is, what needs to happen? Well, one thing that we try to do is, is, from, is from the central office, from the district level, we want to first of all model the ways that things, in, in, in our mind, how things should flow and go. So uh, Mr. Downey and myself, uh, we, we spend a, a tremendous amount of time investing in principals and leadership. Uh, we, spend, we spend time uh, investing in assistant principals and at the site-based level uh, leadership. Well, in turn, in a perfect world, then that site-based leadership, that principal, that administrative staff, they invest in teachers, and they do the same thing for them, right? right. And so, all, everything that we do is in the is in the affirmative. It's in the positive. Even in situations that are negative, we want to try to say things in the positive and make sure that we are encouraging people. Uh, th this is a very tenuous. Uh, state that we're in with teachers right now because there's so many leaving the profession because of the frustrations okay and so what what we do for the leadership of the school the leadership that then does for the teachers well then in a perfect world the teacher then does that for the students mm -hmm. and they're they're positive they're encouraging they're investing in the lives of the children no more than just their name, but but know but know about the child, and and we we encourage that up and down the line, because we have to be the biggest advocate for our teachers now. All right, we we're the ones that have to constantly um, encourage, love on, invest in, and and bring life out of them, because on the other side of it, as I've already mentioned there's a lot of attacks on teachers because they're trying to either hold kids accountable, uh, they're, they're encouraging kids to do things they don't necessarily want to do, right? We call that motivation. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, we, they, they, and, and there's pushback to that, author, that, that authoritarian yeah. type, you know, sphere. So we, we, are, we are intentional about it. We are relentless in the pursuit of loving teachers and letting them know how valuable they are to and us. And not just at the school level, but again, it goes back to parental and community support as well of our educators because right. quite honestly, our educators um, are not held on the, the same pedestal, if you will, as they probably were years ago, certainly decades ago. I mean, and so one example though of how our community came together just recently just to show our educators you know that they are loved that they are appreciated um they call it Bozier businesses for Bozier teachers um throughout Bozier parish businesses came together during teacher appreciation week and they did something special for every teacher every staff member at every one of our school campuses and one reason that's important because i know some individual schools obviously have their own teacher appreciation week not all of our uh, schools have the same yeah. abilities as far as, you know, financial support from their respective, you know, neighborhoods, their communities. And mm -hmm. so this 
shows all of them, yeah. you know, the appreciation for what they do day in and day out, you know, to support our children. You know, you talked about the affirmative and we talked a little bit about that, but I was really interested in this Gold Star mm. uh, program that mm. uh, you talked to me about. Could you tell about uh, I would love to. Gold this is Star. one of the things that I'm the proudest of, I think, because we started it 10 years ago. We just had our 10-year reunion, Gold Star uh, reunion banquet just the other night, in fact. But, you know, it's so important to, again, show appreciation, not just to our teachers, but to everybody in the school system, you know, for who are going above and beyond and who, you know, might be that unsung hero who works quietly behind the scenes that not everybody knows about. And so we allow anybody in the community to nominate someone within our school system for the job that they do. And, uh, you know, we have some gems by far. So there are only mm -hmm. nine during the school year that are selected out of over 3,000 employees. So it's a huge honor. We come mm -hmm. rolling in we and do. we <laughs> surprise them. They have no idea that we are coming. And we've had school-wide assemblies, you know, just uh, various ways that we decide to surprise them uh, with the help of our sponsor. And, uh, you know, more often than not, we see tears. Because they don't do it for right. the recognition, for the accolades, but it is nice to know that you are noticed, that other people see, you know, what you bring to the school system. And this is for anybody, like I said. It could be for a teacher, it could be for a janitor, a bus operator, you know. So mm -hmm. that has been very well received. And then they're also, uh, you know, applauded at the school board meeting and uh, it makes a difference. Yeah, you know, one of the, we do a gold star type thing uh, in the health system, and I, and I just want to, do just the few get to know, or does everybody kind of know that they've been nominated? Do they actually get to see that they got, that somebody has said something good about well, them? Well, we literally have gotten thousands of nominations right. over the last 10 years. So, uh, no, not every time that someone's nominated do they know that, okay. but uh, when they win, we certainly show them <laughs> all of the nominations uh, that have been made, you know, on their behalf. Well, you know, it is. It, uh, T teachers, it's a mission. I mean, oh, yeah. you, you don't go into teaching. I don't see how you go into teaching other than it's a mission. It, it's driven by a mission. Sure. It's 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 uh, something beyond um, pay and all all that kind of thing. But you know, they do so much. You know, to make this community and and we should honor them. And it's wonderful that Bozier Parish is honoring their teachers and their leaders. Um, and the community as a whole it is, is doing a mission that. field for sure um, you know this past week for teacher appreciation week we asked students parents you know to write letters of appreciation to our teachers and so we've been rolling those out on our social media platforms and the response was phenomenal right. I mean, within three days we had more than we knew what to do with and so yes we have been not only publicizing those that way and they have been so meaningful to our teachers I mean because they're being tagged and it's you know mm -hmm. causing other people to you know chime in and talk about how that teacher has been impactful on their life but then sending those letters out to the teachers uh, who might not have made social media just yet, just to let yeah. them know that their students say thank you. Yeah, so this has been a great time. We've learned an awful lot about uh, what's going on in schools and the connection with the community and uh, things that I was not aware. So it's, it's tremendous to get that information out to the public so they would know. A couple of questions I ask everyone, basically, who, who we talk to. Uh, uh, I'd like to ask you, too, uh, and... Uh, 
uh, it's always been it's been interesting to to hear the responses. But my first question is to you personally: uh, is to what what do you love about Shreveport Bossier? Why are you still here in Shreveport Bossier? So, what do you love about Shreveport Bossier, and why are you here in Shreveport Bossier? Well, personally, for me, I I mean, this is a, this is our home. Uh, my wife and I moved here. Um, 28 years ago now and so um, when we came here we, we we set down roots and this is where we, we've raised a family and so a lot of our our, our family and friends are close and and um, our, our children we've raised our children here but what I love about this place is that um, it, it it has a it has a passion for education excellence in Bossier Parish and um, you know, and one of one of my personal things that are most dear to me is is we we, we serve in a, a fantastic church, and our church is very 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 important to us. And so um, we have that opportunity, and um, that that is um, any way that we can serve. Um, we just don't serve Monday through Friday in the school system. We serve on Sunday as well, and so that's where we um, we we gain the most. From doing some, doing things for other people, fantastic. and I, I really, I'm, I'm fortunate to work with fantastic people <laughs> like Miss Bells, and, um, and and our superintendent, and then all of our educators. I mean, I, I, our mission, my my mission, is to serve people and to invest in them and love and and, and love them the way that uh, the way it's supposed to look. Absolutely. I'm homegrown. I am a native of Shreveport, Bossier, a very proud graduate of Bossier Schools. So it came full circle for me to be able to go uh, work for Bossier Schools in the capacity that I'm in. My parents also worked for Bossier Schools in the latter years of, of their lives as well. So this is where my family and friends are. Yeah. So that's certainly the, the mm -hmm. strongest tie. I love the fact that I still run into my high school classmates all the time you know oh, even yeah. down to elementary school and we still keep up with each other and I've traveled you know throughout the country and and the world and there are no other people though like right here I mean we are a warm welcoming yeah. community in Shreveport Bossier I've not found that necessarily you know other places I mean yes cordial but not at the same level mm -hmm. if you will not to mention I mean we have so much you know, so many opportunities here. We have festivals, we have great food, let's be honest there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and it, there's never a reason to be bored mm -hmm. in Shreveport Bossier. There's so much to do and so much history. But I think that the tie that binds us, you know, are those uh, familial connections, if you will, and everybody's family here. Well, you know, Sonia, you just about hit every one of the major <laughs> ones that have been hit by people over and over again. It's about family. Mm -hmm. It's about the welcomingness of the people. Uh, I have a uh, I have son-in-law who lives in Dallas, and they still my daughter lives in Dallas now, at this point in time. But he tells me all the time it's an entirely different world in Dallas than it is when he's in Shreveport. Mm -hmm. In Shreveport, people smile at him. People mm -hmm. acknowledge him. People open doors for other people. All those kind of th little things uh, are really big things when you come from a bigger environment and things that we should uh, get our children to continue on, yes. you know, having that kind of hospitality. Mm -hmm. uh, one last question, and uh, uh, it is that any words of wisdom you have, you know, to either community, to school, to parents, students, anything you have words of wisdom that you can give out 
two two things, Dr. Rosen. First of all, um, we didn't get a chance to mention that uh, this year we started our own YouTube show. Bozier Schools has its own YouTube yes. channel on the record with Bozier Schools. We had 17 episodes, uh, and they're all on YouTube. You can go back and find them, and it gives you a it gives you a, a, a really a, a good positive insight into what's happening in Bozier Schools. If somebody's Great. just watching that, so I spoke to the. Um, I spoke to the parents of the graduating seniors, and we're just coming off graduation Saturday this past weekend, and, and um, uh, we, we had a large contingent at, at our church. So I spoke to them, and I said, Here, here's, here's the thing that I think that we all need to remember, uh, those of us that have kids in this community, in, this, in the schools. By the time the child reaches 18 years of age, out of the 100% of the time that you will spend in your life with your child, 90% of that time is spent by the age of 18. So the rest of that time, from age 18 on, mm -hmm. that 10% is the rest of their life. So in, enjoy that 90% and then embrace right. that 10%. 10%. I would echo um, our superintendent's sentiments that he made to the class of 2023. And that is, be kind. And I know that that sounds simplistic, perhaps, no. but <laughs> along the way, we have, there's been a seismic shift. We're not as kind toward each other as we used to be. We're keyboard warriors, yeah. um, particularly on social media. Um, and I think that it's important that we go back to those basics, to love one another, love your neighbor. Yeah. Um, to serve others other than just yourself mm. with a servant's heart. Mm -hmm. And yes, we're going to disagree along the way, but let's agree to disagree respectfully. Yeah. And I think that we can get back on track and uh, we can move mountains when we just show kindness toward each other. How true, you know, great. how true and great, you know, kindness. Just go back to that single thought. Yeah. Yeah. Could we be just a little bit kinder mm -hmm. and what that would do uh, to our world? But thank y'all so much for, for being yes. here. Thank you for taking your time. Uh, it's again, learned a lot and uh, uh, look forward to uh, uh, continue more years and years and years of excellence in the Bose Repair School System. We're thank proud you. of it. Thank, thank you. you. All right, and thank you for joining us today for Education Checkup. You can watch this podcast on ktbs.com or listen anywhere that you listen to your other favorite podcast. Have a good day and join us next time for Education Checkup. Mm -hmm.